Welcome to Geek's Corner, I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. And we are excited for you to join us tonight on a whirlwind tour of the D23 Expo. Well, all the stuff that we experienced and thought. But before we get into that, Katie, what should people do? Go to geekscorner.live, participate in the chat. This is going to be way more fun uh, if you guys are participating. And also, we have a special Geek's Corner Plus that's going to be very exciting. Yes. And may involve the Muppets. May involve the Muppets, that is true. And we also have a milestone that we have passed just today. Isn't that right, Katie? Sure did. What is that milestone? We hit 75,000 subscribers on YouTube. So if you have not subscribed yet, now is the time to do it. And if you know somebody who hasn't, get them to as well, because the next stop is 100,000. 100,000. Very cool. All right. Also, if you've got any Disney trips coming up, because there were some Disney Cruise Line itineraries, cruises, they announced a new ship and new itineraries. New ship and new itineraries. But if you want to go on the Disney Cruise Line or maybe Walt Disney World or Disneyland, any of those, we encourage you to join our friends or use our friends at Mouseways Travel, the official travel partner of Daps Magic. You can go there to uh, mouseways.com slash dapsmagic and Matthew and his team will take great care of you and uh, he'll focus on the details so you can focus on the fun. All right, let's get right into this. We have got a ton of ground to cover and it starts with Thursday night where I was able to attend a preview of D23 Expo that was specifically for the media. And that preview started with Walt's plane known as Mickey Mouse One. It was in the, uh, what was that? The auditorium, stadium? That's the arena. The arena, that's the name. And uh, in this Gulfstream from way back in the day, it was personally picked by Walt Disney. And uh, I was really impressed at how, I don't know, taken I was with the plane. Is that a good way to put it? It's very beautiful. It, it surprised me. Like, it looked cleaner and newer than I expected a plane as old as it is to look. And I, I expected it to look good, but I don't know that I expected it to look shiny. Yeah, um, they restored it very well. They did, the outside. Um, <laughs> The outside. Who knows what the inside looks like? We're not asking that question. Nope. Uh, but Katie, what did you think of the plane and the exhibit that surrounded it? Uh, the plane's great. The plane is huge. Uh, it's very weird to think about. Uh, the plane was originally put into use in 1964, um, with the inaugural trip being for the New York World's Fair. Um, so when you think about that, this plane is as old as Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. Mm -hmm. It's a small world, um, and actually technically a little bit older than those, because those had to be moved. Um, and also it was very weird um, thinking in retrospect, like, huh, this just sat behind Lights, Motors Action for 15 years. <laughs> True, that too. Uh, and now we get to see it up close, which is not something that we ever thought we would. Uh, the exhibit around it, though, is fantastic. Um, um, of the exhibit pieces that were around it, were there anything that really stood out to you? Uh, getting to see Walt's chair mm -hmm. from the plane yep. was phenomenal. It's very, very cool. Um, and uh, I think just the photos in general from the original run of the plane um, and the flight log. The flight log really was cool. Yeah. Um, just knowing the history that was in that book that was written as it happened. And I got to interview one of the archivists that helped put this together. And I totally encourage you to go check it out um, because he does talk about that flight log and another one. Um, but yeah, that was super cool. And um, 
I think Walt's chair was cool. I also liked that Walt had it so that he could uh, see where the plane was, how high it was, all of those. Like from he had his, his from seat. his chair, yes. and then he had a he had a phone, so he'd be like, "Hey, what's going on?" Or I want to go a different way. Yeah. And and it really came down to Walt liking to be in control all the time, and uh, it was very interesting to hear kind of the why behind so many different things of the plane, and also to know that Walt had already ordered another plane. Mm -hmm even though this plane was like a year old and um, it was on the way and they canceled the order after sadly Walt died. But uh, mm -hmm. it, it was kind of an interesting thing just to be that close to something that was such a, um, I guess kind of iconic part of Walt's history now. Well, and you think that's just something that was iconic the last few years of Walt Disney's life. Yeah. Um, uh, it was also funny, like, yeah, clocky. There's, there's more to that. Um, <laughs> Clocky, they ran out of postcards right in front of us. Four people in front of us. Literally four people in front of us. And then they went, well, that was it for the whole expo. And On that was first day. day one. Yeah. We were um, going to get you one. We were we were trying. Yeah, we um, did. Yeah. I was hoping that you just wouldn't have seen that there was postcards yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> we, we really wanted to get you one. We tried. Uh, so if anybody has an extra postcard from the plane, Walt's plane, let us know and we'll send it to Clocky. Yeah. He has a PO. He has a PO box. Yes. Yeah. Well, many of us tried. Bailey um, even got my text. Yeah. Like the second that it happened. Yeah. Um, I was like, they ran out of postcards in front of us. I was surprised how quickly they went. Yeah. Like that. That surprised me. But I was super anyway. bummed. But yes, there was postcards. They were very cool. Um, I never got to see them up close, but I'm sure they were really <laughs> rad. <laughs> I was actually kind of hoping. Uh, just a tease, we did a video, we shot a video tonight that will go up in the next day or two of um, all of the swag and stuff we purchased at the D23 Expo. And I got a swag bag that was themed to Walt's plane. And I was kind of like, I wonder if... You would have think that they would have given you I, postcards. But really, I don't know. That wasn't in there. So I don't know. Yeah. So we'll, we'll keep our ears and eyes open. If anybody sees one, let us we'll know. We'll take to and, eBay for $75. Okay. I saw... Do I hear 80? No. Um, this is something that I just think is insane. Um, I have a friend who's, like, very into pins and all these things, and she posted that if she sold all the pins she got, um, she could pay for her entire trip and still come out $2,500 ahead because of what things are going for. She's like, I'm not going to because these are mine. Yes. But speaking of not-so-magical markups, I, crazy. There's something that we will unveil in the video that I mentioned before that I could literally pay for my annual pass at Walt Disney World with. You could pay for... Very generous. Probably both my Magic Key and my annual pass, now that you mention it. <laughs> I'm not going to because I'd never get invited to a press event ever again, but... Um, yeah, but, that's, but it's crazy. That is crazy, yeah. Um, all right, so let's move on. Next, let's go uh, kind of by order, I guess, of the media event. We did see um, they had this, this Disney uh, media group pavilion that we went to uh, that was where I had a um, I got to step into the world of uh, only murders in the building which I should have put that video on for tonight but you we'll should've. we'll get that up later I actually had um, Jason from Disney Geek film me doing this so there's a wonderful behind the scenes of me filming my debut in only murders in the building um, but they had lots of different interact say what oh yes um, and, and yeah Jason did do it um, <laughs> 
multiple meanings. Um, but they had lots of interactive things, or as they like to call them, activations. And I was the 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 idiot, I guess you could say, like, uh, what's an activation? <laughs> I didn't know. They're like, it's things that do things when you do them. And I was like, okay. That's, yeah. Sure I mean, basically something. what it is. But you could go into the world of National Treasure. You could go into Kardashians. Ab Abbott, uh, is it Al Abbott, Abbott Elementary? Al Abbott Elementary, Only Murders in the Building. Um, I'm spacing some of the other the ones. Kardashians. Kardashians. I didn't do that one. Good Morning you America. Didn't? Good Morning America. You could be on the set with the uh, the crew from them and a bunch of others. Can I just say that I am very proud of all the hounding that I have done to get this man to watch Only Murders in the Building? Because had I not hounded him, he would not have done the activation. So I was activated. We stay winning, you know. It was fun. Uh, it was it was interesting though because as I was walking around on Thursday night, I had this realization that uh, the Disney Media, what is it, DMEG, Disney Media Entertainment Group. I think oh, that's what it is. Okay. Um, anyway, that is one of the biggest pavilions they have for uh, D23 Expo, and it was really interesting when you have that one, and then we followed that with the uh, Disney Plus bundle. I loved that. Or the I bundle Disney Plus that uh, pavilion. pavilion. But you start thinking about this, is those were two of the biggest pavilions mm -hmm. in, in all of the D23 Expo, and mm -hmm. then probably followed by maybe Animation Studios, Lucasfilm, and... Uh, parks maybe parks yeah but i would say animations lucas and parks weren't quite as big as as some of these other ones and you can see the focus of the walt disney company really being more and more into disney plus media hulu all of those interesting things um and and that was uh just kind of an interesting observation as we were walking around so um then we did go to the disney plus uh pavilion on thursday night we got to uh, hear from Kareem Daniels, who runs all of that fun stuff. And we got a preview of um, Andor, which was pretty cool. I did not include that in the video because I wanted to keep my YouTube channel working. Um, <laughs> I was pretty sure that wouldn't work so well. Uh, but finally, we ended up after that at the uh, Disney Parks Experiences and Products Pavilion, which is called the Wonderful World of Dreams. And uh, we had uh, the head of Imagineering and then the head of Disney Parks Experiences and Products Products. Her boss, Josh DeMauro, um, share about what was going on in there and what to look at. And uh, then we got to preview that uh, before we were given a snack. And the thing I will say is before I went into, we'll talk about this in a second, Katie, World of Dreams Pavilion, is I was talking to Josh DeMauro and it was very fun to hear him talk about what he's excited about. And I think he was most excited about the Walt statue. Um, which really shows where his, I think, foundation is. And like the the foundation of what he does today is so built on <clears throat> the Walt of yesterday and his visions and his dreams. And that was pretty cool to see. And he's like, and we have the statue and it's going into Epcot. This is the one you have to go up. You can touch it. I touched it today. It was awesome. You have to touch it. So I took a picture touching the statue because I was like, Josh Damaro said to touch the statue. And I'd, I'm assuming maybe you can, maybe you can't touch it when it's in Epcot. Who knows? We'll see. But um, might be a partner statue thing. Yeah, I don't know if it's gonna be a partner statue thing or if it's gonna be a storyteller statue thing. Or they've got the new statue that's going into Hong Kong, and that looks like you can walk up to it also. So 
maybe they're making it more accessible, which I have no problem with. But um, let's talk about Wonderful World of Dreams Pavilion. Tell me your thoughts about it first off, and then we'll go into details. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I think it was bigger than 2019 D23 Expo uh, because 2019 we had the Epcot Experience model, and then we oh, had those yeah. posters that they unveiled uh, two new posters, which was uh, the Moana and Mary Poppins. Yep. They mm. were teasing all weekend, like, what are these two Epcot posters going to be? And it was Moana and Mary Poppins, um, which... We still got Moana. One of those projects is still on. <laughs> uh, but the pavilion itself felt much bigger. And um, like, and this was only my second D23 Expo, so I only have 2019 to compare to. Um, but I loved it. I thought it was very fun. It felt very true to the parks. My only complaint was that sometimes it was a little bit crowded um, and sometimes kind of hard. Which to... is funny because you go back a few years and I can think of how ridiculously crowded the Parks Pavilion would be. In fact, I can remember meeting Bailey there with her dad. At 2017. And seeing the the uh, Galaxy's Edge model. And that mm -hmm. thing was just insanely packed the entire weekend. Yeah. And, um, and I, I think that's the one I compare all the others too. That's fair. Um, but uh, you would walk in. Uh, it was directly into... Um, the hallway. Well, that hallway, which I have a picture of, obviously, because uh, it again, I believe that the Walt the, the Walt Disney Company does things for Katie and Katie only. Um, so keep moving forward was definitely the uh, like that was the focus. It was interesting because that hallway was kind of a focus on keep moving forward, mm -hmm. and while it was partially history, it was also partially vision casting. Yes. And it was really interesting because you had all of the castle pictures along the wall. And then across from it, it was what have the, been the big additions. Mm -hmm. and, and then they also had like little models of things that were getting added. Can I just say it was, a, it was a little sad that Disneyland was Hank. <laughs> That's new. It's it, brand new. It was just funny. Like, oh, a Zootopia car. Yeah. Oh, the Hank. <laughs> um, it was still great and it was also like there was photos behind it and it had Avengers Campus and it had all yeah. these great things that we've gotten it was just funny for me to see Hank um, and then you walked in and it was Shanghai and it was Zootopia and there was puppets which were awesome and you should watch the video if you yes, haven't you yet because they were really funny um, and then it went into Fantasy Springs in Tokyo and then it went to Domestic and we went to um well, they also had some, uh, they had the Frozen area for, for Disneyland Paris over oh, on the left, Oh, Disneyland Paris, too. yes, 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 yes. Yep. I was just thinking of the Fantasy Spring stuff. Yep. Um, and then it was um, Toontown for Disneyland. Which on had two really nice models. One side. It was gorgeous, and it was beautiful, and it yep. looks like we're getting trees back there, which is what we've needed. Hopefully. Um, and then on the other side, it was the concept model of Splash Mountain. Or? Tiana's Bayou Adventure. There we go. Uh, yes. And Tiana was meeting people right and there, Tiana too. And Tiana was also, she was on Which her little um I didn't veranda. realize that was going to be a thing for the whole weekend, because I was like, oh, this is a media thing on Thursday night. And then we came back on Friday, and I was like, oh, you're still here. It was so fun. Yeah. Um, also, I really love the model. I think it's great. I agree. Um, as my king, Darren Chris said this weekend, it's time for Splash Mountain to go, okay? He even said, he was like, I like the attraction. I think it's fine. Time for it to go. I you? would like one last really good that I've never gotten before, so one first last sunset photo 
like with a tripod of Splash Mountain, and then it can go. I thought you were gonna say like up the lift hill. I was like, sir. No, no, no. I know. I know. Um, we're not doing that. No, I just want to stand from far away and take a picture of it because okay. it won't have the the tree, tree stump thing on the top. Sure. And I think it'd be a pretty sunset picture, but. Sure. Uh, so yes. It's the little things. <laughs> that was great. I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, and then. He round another, uh, the, also the Walt statue, mm -hmm. right there. Walt statue. Um, well, they also had the, uh, was it? Te oh, Moana, Tafiti. Tafiti, yeah. Yes, they had, uh, it's going to be a 16 foot um, statue. Activation. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, and then it was but that the was cool too. bronze Walt Disney statue, which there is a very touching video on Bobker's Instagram. If you have not seen it, um, you can very much see. Like, Bob Gurr worked with this guy directly. This guy hired Bob Gurr. Well, and I love that they took a picture of Walt waiting there, like, sitting on a bench, and they just, this is him. Yep. And then you've got Bob Gurr walking up, and it's like he's walking up to Walt in the park, sitting yeah. there doing, yeah, it was very It's sweet. a very sweet video. Bring tissues. Yep. Um, and then uh, there was a very interesting little stage where they kind of talked about how they can program nighttime spectaculars. Which totally made sense because I've gotten to do things like that with World of Color yeah, and a couple of press events. And it was very similar to what I've done um, with Imagineering in those. And they had a probably five-minute presentation where you got to reprogram the end of Harmonious. It was really cool. And, uh, Pick and then a you... color. Pick where the fireworks go and pick mm -hmm. what fireworks go. And then as you moved around, you would find they had the different uh, robotics. For Spidey. Kind of what they're going on with. And also what I'm guessing is Hulk. From I'm sure guessing. what we saw. Um, which is interesting because before we saw the Parks panel, we were talking with our good buddy Doug Marsh, who writes 30 Years Ago at Disney. Check that out. Disneyland. Check it out. And we were all like, well, it, was it has fur. fur. And I'm like, I still think it's Hulk. <laughs> And, and then we were like, is this a misdirection? And it was. And it sure was. Um, I do like that Hulk is in his Infinity War suit. Yeah, that's cool. Suit. And, then, um, and then it ended with Disney Cruise Line. Yep. Which was okay. Like, it was cool. It was just uh, an inside of, like, the wish. Yeah. Um, and I will say false advertising. We see in the photo that was there, mm -hmm. um, we saw Moana in the ocean. Mm -hmm. We saw the Little Mermaid. Swimming in the ocean? I, I don't think those people are going to be in the ocean. Maybe they're actually there. Who knows? They're telling me mermaids are real? I'm not sure. Anywho, there that was really cool. I really liked it. There was also the uh, Alexa thing that's going into hotel rooms. Yes. There. Hey. Hey, Disney. Hey, Disney. Yeah. Um, which is good we don't have it here because it would Also, just... I'm so sorry <clears throat> if I had to set anybody's off. <laughs> Ours is not named that. Hey, Disney. Can you do that yet? Uh, no, no, no. I said, I said the A word. Mm, mm -hmm. uh, ours is not named that here, so we can say that word freely. Yes, we took a Star Trek approach. Yeah, um, don't we're going to keep moving along though because we are running out of time. But uh, so we had the Disney Parks Experiences and Products panel on Sunday morning, which to me is always a highlight of D23 always. Expo. And um, big picture, Josh Damaro was the host for this. I think he nailed it. So um, good. The best comparison I have is this is what I imagine it was like watching Steve Jobs mm -hmm. share about the next whatever iPhone. This man could walk up to me and be like and great news we've put clouds in the sky and it's blue and I would go oh my you god did it. <laughs> yes. he could tell me anything it's the way he speaks and the magnetism about him. Well, and he's just so passionate about what he yeah. does, and, and that's fun. So um, 
we could get into all of the parks and everything they've done around the globe and we'd be here for hours sure. but um let's start with disneyland we'll see how far we get we learned over the weekend that we're getting magic happens back magic happens very good okay. we learned that we're getting a new firework spectacular that will be part of wondrous. the 100 year anniversary uh wondrous journeys wondrous journeys yes i i misspoke the other day yes and it's gonna have a new song called it's wondrous we got a preview of that you can see it on our youtube channel if you haven't seen it or heard it already um we also are getting a new world of color called world of color one which i'm very curious about that In name world of color one. well at first i didn't question it but then i'm like shouldn't it be 100 yes should unless it's one century Unless you cancel out the zeros? I don't know. I don't do math. Like, there's there's lots of things that this could be. Um, but that's going to be, I think both of those are going to be really fun, and I'm looking forward to those. The firework presentation apparently is going to touch on all of the 60 animated films that have come so far. But you so know far. what that means? What? Meet the Robinsons representation, that's true. That's baby! True. Um, I'm predicting it's going to be kind of like... Uh, happily ever after or something care. where you have that moment of you I see it projected or something care. but i get to see me through robinson's in the park yes um and uh what else did we learn from the parks hulk. oh we learned that hulk is coming sometime in the next week uh could be this week could be next week i don't know exactly how to interpret what he said because he said next week but it was, it was a sunday so was it like does your week start on sunday or monday my week starts on monday that's a problem so then next week would be like now yeah. It could be tomorrow. It could be Thursday. This is not reporting. No, also, we're just, we just don't know. <laughs> Mandalorian and Grogu. Mandalorian and Grogu in coming November. in November. Yes. To Disneyland. To Disneyland. Not to Florida. Sorry. Uh, and that was, oh, um, Portos. Yes, Portos is coming. And we saw concept art for Din Typhoon. Still don't know where it's going. <laughs> Still have no idea. Uh, and Pacific Wharf. Pacific Wharf is becoming San Francisco. What do you think of this? I love it. I do too. Uh, I will say, I'm waiting for California Adventure to get a rename. I actually think it doesn't need a rename now. Really? Because it's now becoming the stories that come out of California. Okay. And because Pixar is a California-based company. Well, and it's Disney California Adventure, and when they redid Disney California Adventure, I remember one of the things they said is uh, Buena Vista Street isn't some place that actually existed. It's kind of the, it's the story of Walt, like mm -hmm. the California, the idealized version of it that he came out to. And the moment you jump from that reality of Los Angeles to it being, this is the Walt Disney where he pursued his dreams. This is, you know, not specific, but it, it's a storified version of Walt Disney's Los Angeles adventure in Hollywood adventure and all of those things and it's entered into the realm of fantasy and so I think that opens up a lot of worlds where you can you know turn Grizzly River into some place where you have what's the name of the um, Ranger Smith mm -hmm. like Ranger Smith is now doing some of the the voice stuff in uh, for Grizzly River Run and um, and I think if you take a less realistic approach it actually opens up a lot more worlds and makes it a lot more disney yeah so san francisco works i really like it cars land same thing avengers campus it's fantasy with a real you know yeah foundation um to me the natural progression with that is hollywood backlots and all of hollywood land gets kind of a refresh of some sort at some point that makes it a little bit more fantasy 
and almost Toontown-ish yeah. than, than just uh, sound stages. kind of sound stages and, and backlots and whatever. Um, and then the same I would say for Paradise uh, Park, Paradise Gardens Park, mm -hmm. and, and make that more fanciful. And they've we done that with Pixar Pier as well. Also got the Pixar Place Hotel. Yep. Which they have started working very hard on. And we, we did talk about this in the pavilion, but we also got a refresh on uh, Toontown. Mm -hmm. And um, some members of the press actually got to go to Toontown after the event and after they had a, a lunch at, uh, what is it, Royals 21? 21 oh, wow. Royals. 21 Royal. And, uh, and then they went to see the attraction, and it's apparently 90% done. Wow. Which is very cool. And I believe that was with Bob Chapek himself, so uh, that's very interesting as well. We also got some insight of what the queue to look is going to look like for Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway, which is going to be very I different. I love the history of Mickey going in this. Like, I actually think this is going to be something very special for Disneyland, and I'm looking forward to experiencing that. And it's different from what already exists in Walt Disney World. Mm -hmm. So I always find that special when it's the same attraction, but there is a difference somehow. Yep. Speaking of Walt Disney World... Mm -hmm. We learned that Happily Ever After is coming back. Uh, yes. We learned that Harmonious is getting replaced. Mm -hmm. And uh, we also learned, was there one other thing from Walt Disney World? Uh, new animatronic. What was the name? Oh, yeah. Hatbox Ghost is Hatbox coming Ghost. to Haunted Mansion. Um, we also learned about Frozen coming to three different parks around the globe. And there's a whole lot of exciting things for that. And uh, Disney Treasure is the new Disney Cruise Line ship. And a whole lot more of all the Disney Parks panel announcements which one jumped out to you as your favorite i don't know um <laughs> i was gonna say the correct answer is and i'm like i don't know what the correct answer is because there's a lot the of good answer ones is. i don't know it might be for me happily ever after i'm very excited about happily ever after coming back i i don't know i'm actually excited about happily ever after coming back i'm excited about harmonious moving on um, i'm hopeful for whatever comes next um, I would be even more hopeful if they would say that the uh, maybe the barges go away. Just, just saying, Disney, please. Um, also, Bailey can confirm we were watching the um, the live stream. The live stream in a hallway on the second floor. Could you hear it all the way up there? We were watching a live stream. Oh, you could hear it in the lives. I thought you meant you could hear it all the way through no, no, the no, halls. No, no, no. People were screaming watching the live stream. Yeah. Uh, there was also. I think it was Magic Happens um, that was like, that was, we were also yelling. Um, I disagree. I like the Hatbox Ghost in, in Walt Disney World, but that's fine. Yes. Um, I also, everybody screamed when Josh Damaro did the, uh, you know, about Spider-Man. <laughs> um, we all went. That was pretty. He was very self-aware on a lot of those things. Like, and uh, what was the other one where they said, and we keep talking about Tron. it? And Tron. Yes. And that's also opening Tron's next opening year. Also Tron's opening in spring. Yeah. So uh, that will be fun as well. Um, so did you pick one? Uh, no. I'm going to say, I don't want to say anything. You're not going to say magic happens? I don't think that's what I'm most excited about. Is How it? about Hulk? No. How about Sandman Mando and yeah. Grogu. Mando. That might okay, be that, that's, it, actually. Okay, that's that's a good one. Um, They're so cute. We're going to go over tonight, guys. Just This is going to happen. Um, we also had a lot of Muppets this weekend, which was fantastic and honestly made D23 for me. Like, this me was what made the expo amazing for me. And normally I would say, oh, no, it's all about 
parks panel. No. But no, this was this was a good weekend to Saturday be Saturday was panel. the Muppets Day, for sure. So, uh, first off, mm -hmm. we got to celebrate 30 years of the Muppet Christmas Carol with the Muppets. And it opened up, in fact, I've got another video that's going up in the next day or two because there turns out there was press video that we got of the opening scene, which was amazing, and they had Gonzo and Miss Piggy and I think Kermit, is that right, and Nina West, and um, it was just an adorable moment, and it was one of those things that you got to see the Muppets being the Muppets right in front of you, and that was incredible. And then they had this wonderful chat with um, Brian Henson with... Uh, Paul Williams. Paul Williams, Dave Goles, and... Polly... Smith? Smith. I think so. She did the co the costumes. Um, but it was an incredible conversation uh, looking back at the making of The Muppet Christmas Carol and um, and just hearing the process that and how insular, I guess you could say, The Muppet Studio was back then, or Jim Henson Company, of how they basically just made this movie and did it on their own without a lot of notes and really kept it away from uh, Disney. And then at the end, they showed it to him. And that's when Jeffrey Katzenberg cut the song. But um, I think the most interesting thing was uh, Brian Henson talking about creating the movie. And he said, I would just show up every day and say, I don't know if we can do this with my dad gone. What are we going to do? And like he would look at just do it. the team and he would go, okay. Um, yep. He would say, I can't promise it's going to work because my dad might have been the... Well, and how scared he was of doing a musical, too. Yeah, he said that he didn't want to do any mm -hmm. music, um, but it felt wrong to not do a musical, so that's why he called Paul Williams. And he said he wouldn't have done it if Paul hadn't said mm -hmm. yes. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of anecdotes and stories throughout that that were yeah. absolutely incredible. And then it ended with them doing a medley of music from The Christmas Carol, and it was really, it was really sweet because they incorporated uh, Nina West in that as well. And to me... If you were to pick one moment from the entire weekend of like, this is the best moment of the weekend, that three to five minutes of hearing them sing all of the music from the Muppet Christmas Carol and watching them do it, like to me, that was, that's where it was at. And Robin, Peter mm -hmm. Lindsay's puppeteering Robin. Yep. Um, I don't know if any of that was recorded recently. I don't know what have you. It was pre-recorded. Um, but I will say it's really funny watching um, watching them puppeteer. We listen to Below the Frame a lot. Um, and one of the most thing, important things they say of puppeteering is monitor work, right? But um, we'll say you and I have both puppeteered without monitors. You kind of sometimes get a really good feel of what you've got going. These people have been doing it. Like Dave Goals has been puppeteering for 40 plus years as this one character. Um, and you still see them watching their monitor so closely. They're very good. That is why they are the best at what they do. And um, they were also doing that for uh, the Muppets Mayhem mm -hmm. conversation as well. Yeah, but it's so, like, you literally watch them. Like, th that is their bread and butter while they're puppeteering. Um, and uh, it's also very funny, like, yes, they were not singing live, but most of them were they singing were along anyway. in their, like... They were doing their parts. Uh, you could see Eric Jacobson kind of singing like Piggy, uh, which is just... We got to watch Muppet performers perform Muppets right in front of us. Yeah. Yep, it was very cool. And that was wasn't so the cool. only time. Um, then I ran over to see a Disney General Entertainment extravaganza thing 
but it opened with the Electric Mayhem performing Can You Picture That, which they just released the album single for that the night before. Um, really cool. And uh, getting to see Dr. Teeth, Animal, all of them perform live on stage. And, and you know, this song we've known forever. Like, I can't remember a time where I didn't know that song. Um, that was really cool to see. And while I'm doing that, you're over watching, well, right after, because I'm pretty sure they did that. And then they, and then they bolted on and over. And I'm pretty sure the entire D23 Expo schedule on Saturday was delayed because of the Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> because everywhere they had to be. And, um, they were and in a so lot of places as on one thing would be late, it would be like, all right, well, this one's late now, too, because they're opening that. And since that one's late, now your conversation with the Muppets um, about the uh, Muppets Mayhem is now late. And so you got to see Animal, Floyd, and Janice, Janice. Uh, goof off as they talk about this new show. So uh, you also have very legendary performers of uh, Matt Vogel, David Rudman, and Eric Jacobson. Um, again, that was a masterclass in how you can puppeteer in a live environment. Um, I still don't know if this was scripted. I still don't know if this was planned. At one point they said tag, and Eric Jacobson with animal runs animal. up just animal animal uh tags the host and then ran and then ran through the audience and then animal proceeded to hide behind people saying that well i'm playing hide and seek now um and they said animal we're not playing um and at the same time uh janice <laughs> janice and floyd uh both left their seats uh and i think my favorite part is that I don't know how familiar or comfortable the host was with the Muppets, although he is in Muppets Mayhem. So he said, oh, are your arms tired? And Floyd goes, we lost a contact lens. <laughs> and then Janice is going off of it. But they're both laughing about what Animal's doing. Um, and that was just one of the most beautiful moments of the whole weekend to me, was just watching all of that happen in front of me. It was I feel so lucky. Yeah, it was, it was, it's very rare you get to see Muppets be Muppets live. Mm -hmm. And uh, the same can be said for the grand finale of the D23 Expo, which was Disney character voices. We got introduced to Caitlin Robrook as officially the voice of Minnie Mouse. Um, you had Brett Iwen, the voice of Mickey Mouse there. You had Tony Anselmo, the voice of Donald, Donald Duck. Duck. You had uh, Bill Farmer, the voice of... Uh, Goofy and Pluto, and then you have Jim Cummings, voice who's the of voice everything. of everything, <laughs> and um, and then you had all of these Disney heroines too. Like, uh, was it Paige O'Hara? No, no, not Paige O'Hara. Jodie uh, Benson. Jodie Benson. Susan Egan. Susan Egan. Susan that's Egan. right. She and did Belle, so it's fair. Yes, that's right. Um, Anika Noni Rose. Mm -hmm. And we also had Linda Larkin. And then we had two surprise guests. So we had, um, why well, am I blanking on his last name? Aladdin, Scott, something I'm about spacing w. it too. And then... Donny Osmond. Donny Osmond. And we got to see Donny Osmond perform I'll Make a Man Out of You with whatever those sticks are and other karate people, or I'm not entirely sure what they, they it are. It was amazing. Warriors, that's what I should say. It was so good. It was hilarious. It was so ridiculously over the top because Scott was trying to do the Aladdin line and his voice wasn't quite there. And, and so like, oh, he's like, I need water. And this guy walks out with like a thing I of water. I think my favorite thing is they clearly did not clue anybody else in because I rewatched this last night. Yep. 
Um, and he says, oh, I think I need some water. Mm-hmm. And Susan Egan goes... And Here, like have hands some. her sm- well, he I goes, think Jody was helping too. He goes, no, no, I got it. Um, and then well, you and see- in the moment, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, we just went through a pandemic. Of course, you don't want to share water. Yeah, but uh, then you see Linda Larkin look in the wings, and then she goes, <laughs> and like she it lost was so it. good. And so he kind of like hit his face with the water, uh, but there was some clue in that something. It was, was going pretty on. funny. Uh, but they clearly did not know, which was my favorite part. Yeah, it was it was amazing, and you could not have asked to end D23 Expo on a higher note. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there's a ton more that we could cover from D23 Expo, but uh, we've already gone way over, and we promised you more Muppets. We sure did. So we have, we have courtesy of Bailey, more Muppets to attempt to fill out the collection, right? How about you do three? So you do the first one, ladies first. And we'll see what we get. Mm-hmm. Also, for anybody have. at home concerned, we should have gotten scissors or something, man. Uh, Bailey has had the Andor poster returned to her. The Andor poster has been From delivered. The Andor poster, well, yeah, not returned. It was, it was like mine. she never had it in the first place. Uh, the Andor poster from Star Wars Celebration back in May. We followed through. All right, what do we get? Rolf. We didn't have Rolf, right? Yeah, we do. Oh, we do have Ralph? I think we have two. Oh, yeah, he's right here. There's one, okay. there's two. Yeah, we have two of them. You're right. Okay. Bailey believes there to be two of something we don't have. I don't remember what that was, though, at the moment. Ralph the dog. He plays the piano. I will say I was just listening to a podcast episode where people repeatedly called him Ralph. And that just hate when they do that. He's not Ralph. All right, we're ready for round two? No. Okay, another beaker. Oh, there's his head. <laughs> what if he didn't have a head? I was like, uh, this just got weird. He doesn't It'd have be a head. Very on brand for beaker. All right, what do we got next? I was still trying to put together. Okay. <laughs> Again, to my dentist. I'm so sorry. Another Rolf. <laughs> Maybe that was the one. Okay. There's a head underneath um, Miss Piggy. All right, moment of truth. This is going to be it. I don't know what's going to be, but. Is it another roll? No. Another, another beaker? beaker? That's funny. Oh, this this feels like it was planned, but I swear it was not. All right, this is up to you, Katie. Of course you wanted me to do three. You wanted me to be the... Uh... I didn't actually think it through that far. <laughs> is it another beaker? Oh, it's another Rolf. So two or three Rolfs. Is that right? Okay. And two That's funny. <laughs> That's really funny. Oh, my gosh. 
It's very, it's very funny. Thank you, Bailey. I needed Thank this you, laugh. Bailey. That was very fun. Um, all right, Katie, we're running out of time, so what should people do? Oh, uh, you should go to dashmagic.com, check out all the Disney and geek news as it happens, find all of our D23 Expo coverage, because there was so much that we could not fit into 30 minutes, subscribe to our mailing list. That's for sure. And find our Patreon. And make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, help us get to 100,000. If you know somebody who hasn't subscribed yet, please Force encourage them. them to do so. Force them. Or encourage them nicely. Um, but that is all the time we have tonight. <laughs> we will see you around the corner. Bye.